Hey y'all, welcome to Couture Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Steele. Welcome back to another episode of Couture Conversations Podcast. This episode is all about the walls of sophistication. What I mean by that is anyone who has been in retail knows that every single company, every single one, has a different sales training that you go through when you get hired. I remember even back to my very first sales role working in retail, I was working as a sales associate in this really small town shop, and they also had a little sales training that they provided upon hire. It's actually where I met um, a really good friend of mine now, but her and I went through the sales training together, and then I moved on to another store. I got another sales training there and additional sales training there, and I can see that you guys can already tell what this trend is. (laughs) But the thing that has really stood out to me is really why each and every single brand has their own sales training. Because really, what does it take to sell someone something? It's a matter of a conversation to be had. But the beauty of sales, especially in the luxury market, is using education to drive a sale forward. It's informing It's asking questions. But what I always circle back to is that regardless of what training is provided, the training is truly the structure. It's the foundation. It's the bare bones of what makes the experience for the customer similar across the board. For example, I'll use a very large and well-known brand, J. Crew. If you go into a J. Crew in Dallas, Texas, and then you go into a J. Crew in Atlanta, Georgia, you will experience a similar shopping experience because the sales specialists are trained in a similar way. But when it comes to any sales training, like I just said, the foundation, the bare bones, there needs to be room to where the sales specialists are able to be given the opportunity to paint the walls the colors they want, to hang the photos that they feel are beautiful. Sales training is really truly meant to give a great foundation, but the best brands are the ones that encourage their sales specialists to bring their own amazing flair and personality to the experience for the customers. I really do believe that it is so courageous to think for yourself and not just think for yourself, but think for yourself out loud where you're able to listen to something like a sales training, absorb it, retain it, and then make it your own because conversation is truly an art. I mean, there are majors (laughs) in college called communication. People study this across all cultures. Communication is something that can make or break any experience. So it's really of no surprise to why each and every single brand has their own sales training. 
because each and every single brand is unique. Therefore, the conversation also needs to be that way. It's a made-to-measure conversation tailored to that brand. I was right out of college, and I was in this (laughs) sales management training program. While I did learn a lot in college, I have to say the majority of what I use is really what I learned on the job. One of the things that sticks out to me was when an old manager said, focus on a few things and make those incredible. We all have natural gifts and we all have things that we need to work on. But when it comes to creating your own sales process based on what the company wants you to emulate using their process, you still need to find your own wall of sophistication. Regardless of what the brand wants you to be portraying, you need to be able to have the freedom to make it your own because people ultimately buy from other people. The brand itself is responsible for creating a beautiful product, beautiful displays. And yes, those are so important. But what makes a brand long lasting is its ability to create a feeling for their customers that they want to have again and again and share with others. I was in a meeting recently and we were talking about, you know, training new sales specialists, how culture has changed so much so where it's so much easier now to be able to add your own flair to things. But I also argue the other side of that, where when brands want to have a particular image where they want to have a specific process, if you will, with the sales process and how their sales specialists engage with the customer. My question back to them is, what does a fully engaged customer look like for you? What does their body language say? Are they making eye contact? What is a fully engaged customer for your unique brand? And it's super subjective to each and every single brand. So whenever we're working with individuals or companies, we stress so hard. I personally do the importance of the walls of sophistication. It's one thing to offer a training and on average, just so y'all know, only about 20% of what is taught is retained in the first lesson repeating and going over things again and again is so important, not just for the development of the sales specialists, but also to make sure that the brand is being emulated in the way that the creator saw it or sees it. When I was working for my university that I used to work for, and we would be training people 100% remotely, I would always really first like to get to know what makes them them what they like to do on their spare time, because people want to connect with other people. It's, it's why we need it so much. We need to be able to feel heard and understood. And in sales, it's no different. Really. You want to be able to connect with someone. And the only way to do that is to know what your wall of sophistication looks like. And I know I keep referencing that term. So let me go ahead and explain that a little bit for y'all. Like I just mentioned, only about 20% of what is being taught to someone on the first go-around is absorbed. What I always ask my trainers and the people who are taking my training programs is what specifically and how specifically does this fit into your style? If someone's strength is educating someone about a particular 
item or a particular product or service. We can use the skincare industry as an example. Part of buying that luxury skincare item is feeling educated as to why it's necessary, one, and also what the other options are that are out there. I was talking to this one amazing um, luxury spa owner, and she was telling me the importance of the differences between vitamin C. Her strength is using education to turn a sale with a beautiful smile, an incredible personality, just portraying herself as an industry expert when she really is an industry expert, but not everyone who is an industry expert is able to portray that. And she does it very, very well. She knows her strengths. Her wall of sophistication is using education in a very upbeat way. When I asked her that question, how do you know a customer is fully engaged? And it's deeper than that because the customer is really interested in what you're saying. Their body language is facing towards you. They are actively listening. They may be asking you questions, seeking your counsel and advice. Or simply, they're just very interested in the products you're selling or services you're providing. An engaged customer is ultimately going to determine if that customer is going to be loyal to you. Customer retention. An engaged customer who sees this amazing woman as someone who's knowledgeable and reputable, they're engaged with her, not just in conversation and not just with what she's saying, but also in a loyalty way as well. When I ask the question, what does a fully engaged customer look like to you? I don't just mean in a conversation. I mean in totality. Every single brand has their own training program. Every single person has their own unique personality. While there are so many similarities among us as humans and as brands, what makes a person buy from one person over another really comes down to each person's wall of sophistication. That is their personality, who they are, what makes them special is ultimately what makes the sale. Another reason why companies spend so much time and money and effort into training their employees is because they want to invest in their success. And ultimately, if the employee is successful, then the company is able to remain successful as well. So it's a win-win. But circling back to the question, what does a fully engaged customer look like? It's very easy to tell what this is in person. However, what does a fully engaged person look like online? How do you know they're fully engaged? Most of the time, you can't see them. They may virtually hang up on you if you say something that they may not agree with. And it's even harder to show your wall of sophistication and your own unique personality when communicating with them online. But that isn't the case anymore because there is a way to tell if a customer is fully engaged online There are so many ways. It's what we help our clients do. And it all starts with investing in employees. But I do want to make a very big distinction between sales specialists and customer service representatives because they're two very different roles and they are interchanged quite a bit. In person, it's pretty easy to discern who is who. 
And online, it's becoming easier to discern who is just a customer service representative and who's a sales specialist. Both play very critical roles in the success of a company. One handles all of the issues and challenges that a customer may be experiencing. And the other is one where they're engaging the customer to drive a sale forward. And the biggest difference is that customer service will be engaged with and a sales specialist will be the one to initiate the engagement with the customer. If someone has a problem, (laughs) they are definitely going to let someone know about it. And especially online, oh my goodness, with the screens totally desensitizing and taking the humanity out of engaging with people, I mean, people can be really ruthless. So they are definitely going to engage with customer service. And same for in-person. But the sales representative, the sales specialist, they have to hold the responsibility to engage the customer themselves. Now that we have that distinction taken care of, one of my favorite things to get into, especially when I was going through the training programs that the companies that I worked for were putting me through. My favorite part of it was being able to make the sales process my own because becoming educated about a brand and what they want to portray is awesome. But what is even more exciting to me was when a brand said to me, and there was only one, I won't name it, but uh, they encourage you to make the process your own. They want you to emulate as though it's your own business Because ultimately, I mean, if you're working in a commission-driven sales role, you are driving your own business. You are responsible for creating that pipeline, creating those relationships all on your own. Keeping the brand in mind, yes, of course, and also the products that the brand is selling or the services. Think about it as a consumer. When you go into a store and a sales representative is super jovial. They are engaging, captivating. They educate you. They're smiling or they're just seeming extremely sincere. You enjoy the interaction with them, right? They're portraying their own unique personality on their sleeve while also keeping the brand, you know, sales training in mind, that foundation I spoke about earlier on in this episode. They're painting the wall blue. They're hanging a beautiful gold-framed mirror. They're deciding that they want to hang a picture of their grandmother and them on the wall as well. Whatever it may be, I think y'all get the point of this now, is that any sales training, regardless if it's in-person or for online virtual sales training, keeping your employees engaged, investing in them is so important not just so they feel like the brand cares about them and their further development and upskilling, but also that the customers can tell that the brand cares about their image and how they're engaged with in store, that they're able to get the best experience from start to finish. And the brand is courageous enough to encourage their employees for their employees to think for themselves aloud and to let that personality shine through. So a question I will leave you all with is, what is your wall of sophistication 
look like? What do you want your customers or clients to feel when they are truly engaged with you? Thank you guys so much for listening. I truly enjoyed putting this episode together. And as always, please let me know what you think. And I will talk with you next week.